good morning. A guten chaydish, a chaydish tayv, chaydish kislev. Abo aleinu the tayv. Erev Shabbos chaydish. Parshas told this tafshin pei gimel, and even though we benched to chay, we 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 bor Hashem, we said halal, and we're holding the second day rish chaydish, first day of the month of kislev, but this week has not been a simple week. And when we say simple week, it's been a tragic week, and we, it's impossible for us not to mention the events of the week and to also see how we can tie it into the parsha. Unfortunately, we all heard about the news of the tragic bombings here in Yerushalayim, Yerakadosh. And again, in our own neighborhood, we were affected very, very deeply by the Levaya of a young 15-year-old boy, Aryeh Chupak, Zechir Tzadik V'Kodos of Rocha Hashem Yinkim Domov, young boy who was going last Sunday morning to go back to yeshiva early in the morning, and we know what the what the Bnei Yishmoel, the Chayas Rose, what they did, Chayas Tarfus, planting bombs, and so many people were wounded as well. We daven, we pray that they should have a refuas. We daven, we pray that there should be a nechamba for the families. And when we see that this takes place at this juncture, the same week where we were just having, as I mentioned last week, the zecher for the neshamas of the Kedoshim of Harnof in the terrorist attack so many years ago. Now we have a, another unforf- unfortunate fearful reminder that we are surrounded by many, many enemies. And at the same time that we're surrounded by many enemies, we recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu also was mated with us. Everyone that followed the news here in Eretz Yisrael knows that there were tremendous miracles that took place as at that time in the morning, usually the many, many people that are hanging around there waiting for different buses and waiting to go to different places. And it seems that there was a bus that came earlier, literally seconds beforehand, uh, moved out, and therefore many people were saved, and there were less people that were standing around. And why did this tzaddik and the others that happen, have happened in the past was taken as only a reminder that HaKadosh Baruch only takes the best, HaKadosh Baruch takes it as a kapara, as a carbon. And what we have to recognize is, is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling us that we have to be mechazik ourselves as best as we can. Someone asked me, Rabbi Lif, what should we be doing in the neighborhood? I said, listen, I'm not from those people that can say. I can only say one feeling is that there's one area that we all know that we could be mechazik in is the Indian of Ben Odom to care about another person, to smile at another person, and for us to, to recognize that we're in it together. This week's parsha, there's a Ramazan. As we said last, the end of last week's parsha, there's a Remez. This week's parsha speaks all about the uh, the birth of Yaakov and Esav and the battles that are going to take place between Yaakov and Esav. But we know that besides Esav, Halacha Esav, son of Yaakov, but there's also there's Yishmael. And in last week's parsha, we speak about the Bnei Yishmael and the last words of last week's parish in Chayisar Penekel Echov Nafal. And even though Rashi has a different translation of what Nafal is in that particular framework, 
But the famous Balaturim, the Balaturim says that these words, are linked to our parasha of Eilat Tolis Yitzchak Ben Avram. And it's teaching us the smichas parashas to say that eventually, when Yishmael is going to fall, Yitzmach Ben David, whom he told us Yitzchak. Then Ben David, who's from the children of Yitzchak, interesting. Yitzchak is the one that is in this week's parasha. He's considered, Ben David comes from Yitzchak, and he is the one that's going to eventually. Uh, the Ezra Hashem Yisbarach, we hope and that there should be the final redemption for all of us if you're holding in the Ikvis of the Meshicha. So again, we have Yishmael, we have Esav, and it's the battle of this week's parasha of the Kol Kol Yaakov and Yadayim the Esav. And our weaponry is not with the Yadayim the Esav. Our weaponry is with the voice of Yaakov, more chizuk in Torah. David Yosef, the son of Chacham, Mavad Yosef, with one of the eulogizers, and I was there, I attended, many, many hundreds and hundreds of people in Harnof went to the Levaya, and he said that the that nation that we unfortunately are subjected to have to live with in our midst, they are what's called Ohavedam. They're the ones, they, 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 they're Mekadosh Retzach. They, they look at it as being a holy thing to go out and to kill people. And we are the people that are Mekadosh Dechayim. We're the people that sanctify life. We're the Rachmanim, Bashanim, Gamer Chasadim. And the only ammunition that we have is the Kol Kol Yaakov. Now, for sure, we have to defend ourselves. And it doesn't mean we shouldn't have an army. And we, sometimes we have to go on the attack against them as well. And now we're in the midst of, again, battles. But we see throughout the generations that the the source of our inspiration is the Kol Kol Yaakov. And, um, and we should be mechazek ourselves and to recognize the Kol Kol Yaakov represents the Kol Torah, the Kol of the voice of the learning of the Torah. At the same time, it also represents what the Kol Yaakov really is teaching us, which is the Midas Tevis, the Maisim Tevim, everything that we can do to become better people. So that's what we should be mechazek in during these days. Kislev, the month when in the end of Kislev, we're going to have the celebration of the Yantif of Hanukkah, which is the battle of the Yavanim and the Chashmanoyim. And we know that the real message is Ma'at Minor is Doicha Harbim Minachashach. A little bit of light is able to remove a lot of darkness. And this has always been our battle cry throughout the generations, which is to recognize that our battle cry is to bring more light into the world, more awe into the world, more Kol Yaakov into the world. And told us, recognized by us, it's the Rebuy, no matter what happens, we um, we assess our things with what are our children are all about. We look at the next generation, we're very, very misameach when we see the Rebuy of what a new generation is. And I have to mention that we want to sh- give a shout out for a Mazel Tov last night. Uh, we went to the Chasna of a dear Talmud, Yisrael Yudkowski, and his new wife, Leora Ni Shapiro, uh, from a wonderful family here in Harnof. And Yisrael is the one that helps put out our podcast and is a member of our yeshiva. We're very, very proud of him. And last night was a beautiful, beautiful simcha. And I took some neighbors that are mechutanim to the wedding, and we remarked the word that we said not so long ago, 
that this is the methods of the Jewish people. We say, Kahala says, Ace Safaid, the Ace Rakaid. There's a time for eulogies and there's a time for dance. And that somehow is the modus operandi of the Jewish people. No matter how difficult the tragedies are, and they are very, very difficult, but we know that we have to go and we have to dance. There's a time of Safaid and there's a time of Rakaid. Now, last night we danced, and I mentioned to some members of the family. Uh, we were there, that uh, this is what HaKadosh Baruch gives. HaKadosh Baruch gave us a simcha in order for us to have more chizuk and for us to be able to go and to go on further in life. Toldus, Rabbi Say. That's this week's parish. This week's parish is the parish of Toldus. And in the parish of Toldus, we want to say over a few varts. Some of them uh, are the classic varts. We know the classic vart of uh, Yitzchak is 40, and the, the, him and his wife, they're davening. And finally, HaKadosh Baruch listens to the tefillahs. And he listens to the tefillahs of Yitzchak over Rivka. And then she becomes pregnant. And the two boys, they're fighting inside. She doesn't know it's two boys. She thinks it's really one. She thinks it's a schizophrenic. So she goes to shame in order to ask what she should do. And he says, no, it's going to be two. You're having twins. And you're going to have two nations that are going to come out from you. And uh, they're going to be battles. They're going to battle against each other. The first one is going to be, uh, the first one was Esav, who is at the mining cool, the Sayer. He was considered complete. And the next one was holding on to his, to his heel. And he was called Yaakov. Question, who called him Yaakov? Did Yitzhak call him Yaakov? Did HaKadosh Baruch Hu call him Yaakov? But the, the main thing is, that is, again, this is a lesson in the, the, the format of who these people are. Esav is the one that wants to capture everything, and Yaakov is holding on to the heel. Yaakov is saying, I only need a little bit of Gashmias. The main thing is the Ruchnias. For sure, we have to live in a world of Gashmias. Esav wants to live in the world of, of, of Gashmias. I was thinking this week, and I spoke in the yeshiva, I mentioned that we're just going to juxtapose the fact that this today is Black Friday, it's called in America. And I spoke about how it's such a message of how people are running after buying everything that can come in front of their eyes uh, to such a degree, this this custom, which came about starting in America and throughout the world to go crazy and to buy new things. That doesn't mean you shouldn't get something new. But when people... When that becomes the whole aspiration, it becomes over, overcoming. And we mentioned there was a story that took place, I think maybe 10, 12 years ago, where people ran into a store and they literally trampled and they killed the, 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 the watchman, the guard that was there. And they didn't stop. They went back in. They continued to go inside. didn't stop for the fact that the person died. Because the main thing is they were running after what they wanted to get, which is their taiva. I want to get this item, I want to get this item. And maybe that's the real reason why it's called Black Friday. We said that perhaps we should change it. Instead of calling it Black Friday, it's called Black. What we want is Black Friday night. We should have these long, now winter nights. We should try to use our utmost to push through all the barriers, all the doors in order to enter into the base medrash for us to set aside more time to learn, more time to daven, to recognize that the ruchnias is really what's going to bring us um, is really what's going to bring us the Yeshuas and all the wonderful things. So we want to mention a, some quick varts. 
to be lechazik everybody. Vayehav Yitzchok is Esav Kitzayid Befiv. Yitzchok loved Esav Kitzayid Befiv. Simple understanding is that he used to go and he tricked him. That's what Rashi says. He used to go trick him. He used to go out and he used to 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 to, to um, capture the animals, kill the animals, and that eventually this is what happens over here as well. And um, he also tricked him by saying, "How do you miser? How do you miser Melach?" We spoke about that in previous years. This year we're not going to speak about it. But I saw an interesting shot uh, from the Vilna Gaon. The Vilna Gaon says that uh, it says that. Ah, no, the word is like this. So first of all, it says like this. Okay, we'll speak about Kitzayid Befiv. Kitzayid Befiv. So the Pshat is, is that the Gemara says in Masech the Shabbos, that the Asad Lavai, the others are going to come to the Rabbanu Shalom and they're going to ask the Rabbanu Shalom to be Meichel and be Soleich on Klaizo that they did not act properly. And Avram and Yaakov... In the end of the day, you're not going to have good time. It's the only one that's going to have a good time is Yitzchak. And Yitzchak is going to make a whole cheshman. Uh, let's see how long a person lives and how much and how much chatoim do they actually do. And then he eventually turns to Gershbar and says, let's cut a deal. I'll take care of me. You take care of you. And the, and the Gemara says that Lamaisa Mashiach is going to come in the schus of Yitzchak. It's very difficult to understand this Gemara because we know that Yitzchak is the Midas Hadin. Yaakov, is the Midas of Chesed. You would imagine Abba is always trying to look for Chesed for Klai Yisrael. Yaakov Avinu is the Midas of, of, of Teferis, which is the, the composite of, of, of Din and Chesed together. He's the Koyach of Torah. And we see Yaakov Avinu is not the one that's going to save Klai Yisrael. And it could be this is really Marumas and what the Balaturim says, that Lassi Lovit Ben David is going to be Ben David is really David ben Yitzchak, comes from Yitzchak, because Yitzchak is the one that um, is able to 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 have a taina to the Rabbani Shalom, let's try to save Klai Yisrael. Why Dafka Yitzchak? Because Yitzchak himself, even though he was Midas Hadin, but he overcame his din, when he saw Esav, Kitzayit, and this is the Pshat Kitzayit B'viv, Kitzayit B'viv is that Yitzchak says, I myself went out of my way to look for the good in Esav. And therefore, I have the Kayach Hataina. And La'asid Lavai, yeah, it will be Tzayed Befiv. Vayehav Yitzchak is Esav, Ki Befiv. I want to be able to use this Taina. I want to love him, because eventually this will allow me to be able to stand up in front of a Baruch to Taina for Klai Yisrael. So first of all, we see a great, great thing. Yitzchak's Midasach Adin eventually turns out to really be the proper way and us for us to have, in order for us to be able to have the Kayach, to be able to bring Mashiach. The previous Pasuk, this is what we want to say from the Vilna Gaon, says they got older, and Esau was called an Ish Tzayid, Ish Sadeh. So the Gaon says a fascinating pshat. The, the Gaon says that there's a Mishnah in the Sechta Kalayim that says there's a certain type of uh, human animal, so to speak, He's called the Yidaini. And the Yidaini is a looks like a human being. He has a face, he's got hands, and he's got legs, and he is attached to the ground with a biblical cord, which goes to his Tibor. And he can only go with, within a certain amount of area, but he is a very dangerous animal, a very dangerous being. And anyone who gets close to him, 
within that circumference of of his of the the, the biblical cord that is, that is attached to the ground. He literally he attacks him and he kills them. And the only way you can really battle against them is you have to shoot bows and arrows from afar, and you have to shoot the bows and arrows exactly onto the biblical cord, and to break it. And then once the chevel is nifsak, he gives out a great cry and then he dies. Esav was ish yadei atzayid ish sada. The simple pshat, according to the Vilna is he knew how to capture this type of human animal, so to speak, while it was alive. How he did it, the guy doesn't explain. But he says, that's the pshat. He was able to capture the man who was the man that was attached to the ground. Interesting pshat. I was thinking along the lines that why was why did Esav have this koyach? Because Esav himself, his mahus is the ish sada. He's the one that's attached to the ground. So therefore, because he's attached to the ground, because he's attached to the to the gashmis, that's his essence. He knows how to capture this type of animal. Yaakov, on the other hand, is ishtam yoshev oyelim. He sits in the tents. He doesn't sit in the ground. He sits in the tents on top of the, on top of the earth. We're just attached to the earth. We're really connected to the oyelim haruchni oyelim, which oyel, like Rashi says, the two oyelim. The oil of shame, the oil of aver. This is what Yaakov Avinu is really attached to. And this is what we should be attached to. What's the semel of Yaakov Avinu is called Yaakov. What's the semel of Esav is Yadayim de Esav. The tefillas of Yitzchak and Rivka, they created this composite of Yaakov and Esav. And what we have to know is that really HaKadosh Baruch had a plan that Esav should also be able to be part of Klal Yisrael, as we've said in previous years. But in the end of the day, we know that Klal Yisrael had to separate themselves. And Yitzchak, even though he had, he had plans for Esav to be part of Klal Yisrael, but Rivka felt that if Esav would be given the brachas, then he would take it only to the Isada, while Yaakov was the one that, even though he's Yosef Oyelim, he was given the brachas of that the, the earth should also become plentiful for him as well. Uh, there was a Yid whose yard site is going to be tomorrow. This Yid, his name was Rebaran Kotler, Zechot Tzadokos of Rocha. Rebaran was the Rosh Hashiva of Kletsk, and eventually he came to America in the middle of the war, and he was able to bring to the American shores the world of Ruchnius in such a fashion that we see today Lakewood Yeshiva, the largest Yeshiva in America, one of the largest yeshivas in the world, if not the largest, filled with Tamir Chachamim. He was the one that created the expanse of the Kolo system throughout the United States of America. So many Kololim in different communities. He was the one that felt the only way that you could recreate what was in Europe was to literally bring the the unadulterated Kol Kol Yaakov in its true form. And he was the one, and he is the one, who we are uh, reaping the benefits of that great avoida. I heard that Reb Baruch Ber, when he, uh, when Reb Aaron came to his, excuse me, that Reb Baruch Ber said over, that when Reb Chaim Brisker came to give a shear in Reb Baruch Ber's yeshiva, and Reb Aaron was then a young boy and was asking questions, and Reb Chaim was very, very weak, <coughs> and they, they wanted to ask that the, 
Rebbechim should stop asking questions. And Reb Chaim said, no, this book, from this bacher, half of the world is going to be Nenef, I think he said the lost half of the world is going to be Nenef from his Gavaldike Avoida. He saw in his kashas that he asked, because Abayim was such a tifa, tifa yid in, in, in learning, that from those questions and learning, he would eventually become the Godel Ador, which he eventually became. Ah! We want to say one other word, which is that in the parish it speaks about that Esav um, comes back and he says the day Abravina dies and he's already 15 years old and he sees the the lentil soup that Yaakov had made for the Avelim and he says pour some into my mouth because I'm tired and Yaakov Avinu gets him to sell the Bechayra and the Pesach says Yaakov gave Esav the Lechen Unazir Adoshim Vayoichal, he ate, Vayesht, he drank, Vayokom, he got up, Vayelach, he went, and then the Pussy says, Vayivez, Esav, Eshabachayra. The Medrash says, <coughs> the Targum Yonasim and Azil point out that Yaakov, that Esav on that day had committed five Averas. One Avera was, he, he did the three cardinal sins, he was over, he killed Nimrod. He was Boyal and Ira Marasa. He was Ayvid Avoida Zara. He was Kaifer in the Rabbani Shalom and he was Kaifer in Tchias Amesim. And the Medrash speaks about how each one is really hinted to in the different words which we just mentioned in the Parsha of the Vayoycham, Vayesht, Vayokam, Vayelach. But what is the final emphasis of the Pasuk? The Pasuk says, Vayivez Esavas Abachayra. The Esav, he was Mavaza the Bukhor, Mavaza the firstborn, by selling it. Now we would imagine, if we compare it to the other Averas, that this was not really the highest level of an Avera. Okay, he was So Shimon Schwab writes in the Sefer that, no, a person could do all the cardinal sins. A person could be kaifer, even Tchias HaMais, me kaifer in the Rabbani Shalom. But as long as he maintains a Kesher with the Rabbani Shalom, as long as there's a Shaykhis, a shaykhus that will allow him to reconnect to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, then the Rabbani Shalom always is waiting for a person to do tshuva. And that's really the avoid of the Karbanas. The avoid of the Bukharis was what? In order to bring the Karbanas, they were officially supposed to be like the Kohanim. The Karban is a lashon of his Karbanas, the Kaddish Baruch Hu. If Esav would not have been Mavaz the Bukhar, he would have felt bad about the fact that he sold the Mechira. Just feeling bad about an Avera, that in itself would have allowed him to be somehow reconnected in a certain stage with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And there's a, there's a hope and there's a prayer for it. But after everything that was said and done, he was Mavazir Bukhar. He, he, he disconnected himself from the Kesher Ruchni with the Rabbani Shalom. That Chet ended up being the worst possible Chet. So I said at the the altar from Navardic, he had a certain Talmud that went off the derech, unfortunately, and eventually, years later, he met him, and they, the Talmudim that were with him, they said, oh, Rebbe, what are you, you know, you going to talk with him? He says, no, I want to speak with him. And he ended up speaking with him. He was not Zohar to be Mekar of him, but interesting. He said, but what I did was, I took away from him the ability to have any more Hanah, uh, in his chatoyim. After the shmuz that I gave him, whatever we spoke, I was able to prove that. It means he's going to have some sort of feeling 
that the Gashmis is not really the Yikr. Rabbi said, this week's parsha, the parsha of the epic battle, beginning battles of Esav and, and, and Yaakov Avinu, as we know, it continues until today. And we see the elements of Yishmol as well. But we have the Avtocha. The Avtocha is, we have the connection to the Rabbi Shalom. We have connection to the Kol Yaakov. And eventually, we're promised, especially in this month, Rosh Chodesh Kislev, the month of Kislev, where Ma'at Menor is Doicha Harbi Menachoshech. We hope and we pray that just like we said today in Davening, there should be Yeshua's Venachamas, there should be Brachas and Atzlachas, there should be all the good things for those that need the Rafuas, those that need the Nechamas, and for all of Klai Yisrael. Wishing everyone a wonderful Rosh Chodesh, a wonderful Shabbos. And Be'ez Hashem Yisbarach, we should be zoicha to hear the coming of Mashiach Tzidkeinu, B'mei of Yameinu, Amen. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it'd be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.